When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. So happy you decided to join us. Before we jump in today, I'd like, first of all, if you're liking these podcasts, if you like this one or the five minute basketball coaching podcast or high school hoops or the funnel down defense podcast, if you like any of those, go over and check them out. Leave a five star review. Um, we love sending them out to the world. It's one of the one of my passions in the world is kind of share this game. Um, but before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish the number one shooting machine on the market. It's easy to set up. It's got great customer service, and they are always on the cutting edge of giving players and coaches what they need. And that's why I love them. They not only give stuff away, if you go over and look at Dr. Dish is always giving stuff away and sharing the, with the community. Um, and that's why I want to share them with you. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400 off. That's right, $400 off. Also, go over... And check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. 14-day free trial. No one else does that. No one else gets the cell phone number and, and the email for the runner. No one else is being run by a high school coach for a high school coach. This is what, what I do. This is what I do. I'm not running this other thing. I'm not a businessman. I'm a high school basketball coach trying to help you become a better basketball coach. And to be honest with you, I've done I've done pretty well in my career, and I'd like to share that with other coaches. So go over and check it out, and let's head off to the podcast. Right, um, but we but we had to, you know, if we're just going to pack it in and say we're going to we're going to lose, and then that's up to me. But we can't. We we put it actually. We made an adjustment. Went to a two two one half trap, which we hadn't done all year. We right. done a full court two two one half trap. Um, but uh, you know, when we went, we we went to it to get them out of it, and we sped them up enough. We ended up coming back right. and winning. And, That's and my theory too. So here's this is a stats teacher me too. The people make all these observations about these games that are like that that one game. Yeah. That's one game yeah. out of thousands of games right. in Florida right. that are not right. affected by the shot clock. Right. 
So one game should not affect you. You you might beat somebody 122 to 64 too. Yeah. Uh, We going to talk about that one too. Sure. Here's my issue is this is another, I'm not going to get on a shot clock tirade, but (laughs) my shot clock is our team's got guys that you give them the ball and there's eight seconds left in shot clock. They're going to take a decent shot. I'm going to run a set for them. We're going to set. You think about some teams in Florida that have schools of like, they're those, there's some bad teams. What are they going to do when the shot clock gets below 10? Like they're literally going to throw the ball over their head. It's going to be horrible. Like that's the issue is I think they see shot clock. They think they see collegiate. I think they see all this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. My, we have enough I, hard I enough time to run the clock. Running a shot clock is going to be a whole. Right. No, that's a whole nother. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother. <laughs> and and I, I agree with you. I think that if you go to a shot clock, you're going to see. Do you, now, do you guys have shot clock in Wisconsin? We don't. No. We don't. I, you I, don't. I fought it hard. It was coming. Yeah, well, I and, fought and, it hard. And see, like the other thing, I think you're right. You, you're going to see like what you see in division, what you see in college basketball, two, two, one, one, two, two. Not really to try, to to press, just to make oh. him take eight seconds to get the ball to the court. So there's less time to run a set. Right. And um, so here's what's going to happen. You go to 30, 35 seconds. I'm going to run two, two, one. I'm going to make you take eight seconds off. Now you're going to be at 22. We're going to, we're going to pack it for 15. Yep. Da, 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 and then you're going to run a set, which is probably a high ball screen or a wing ball screen. We're going to, I mean, I can just yeah. see what's going to happen. And it's yeah. like, mm, okay, but I don't yeah. think we want that. I personally yeah. don't want that. I, yeah. I don't know. I sound like I've, I've been porch. against it. Yeah. I was against it when they brought – and the other – you know, the, the and other you thing – And you run a system it would work well for. You want speed. Right. You want to get up and right. down. I do too. Yeah. I yeah. just don't think it's good for the game in that yeah. point. Um, I think well, we should make and, and, the court wider, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> the, I agree with that. The court's yeah. too narrow for these bodies, yeah. at least at my level. Um, yeah. What's your – if you go to one sporting event, what would it be? Uh, uh, once, like, anything. Anything. Like, anything like, in the world. Uh – University of Florida football in the national championship game. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. <Yeah. laughs> Maybe. Someday. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, uh, favorite pregame meal? Favorite pe- pregame meal? Um, we uh, – what does she do? Uh, Sammy Joe's Pizza. Carol caters all of our food for pregame meals, and she does a um, big ziti. A big ziti for our guys that we all love. So okay. big ziti. Um, uh, one thing you do to relax. Uh, one thing I do to relax. Read. Okay. One skill not being taught today. One skill not being taught today. Mid-range. Yeah, mid-range. Mid-range game. Um, one coaching technique you consider important. Um, we started doing, yeah, we started doing this a few years ago, um, statting every single practice, um, with a point system. We have an assistant coach, um, and, uh, um, it's her job, um, to sit in every scrimmage that we do, even the, uh, well, any competitive scrimmage, um, we give points, you know, twos are worth two, threes are worth three, assists are worth, um, two, defensive rebounds are worth four because we put a big premium on that. Offensive rebounds are worth four, so on and so forth. But by the end of every practice, we know who's done what in a, in a rubric so that at the end of practice, you can look and say, well, you know, uh, who, who did what in practice, not who thought 
who we thought did what or who we want to do what, um, but, but who, who had the best practice. Yeah. And then yeah. we keep it, we got a Google sheet that we keep that, that tabulates it for the week. And it, you know, I tell the parents in our parent meeting beginning of the year for the varsity um, and I, I would love to get it to the JV. It's just, it's hard to, we have two, we have two coaches. I mean, I, I film mine and I feel like, Oh crap. I, you know, I try to go back and watch it. Um, yeah. But the, even that's awesome if you have somebody that yeah. better can chart it. Yeah, this, the statting in real time has been awesome for us. It, the kids love it. You know, after practice, right. they're coming in while while she's tabulating and figuring out who's got what. Um, if if we don't have it done by the time practice gets over, I'll text it on our group chat to them. Um, but I also tell our parents at our parent meeting, like, look, um, I, I don't I don't play favorites. I play you know numbers don't lie, and I play right. the guys that are going to help us win. Um, and if you don't, you know, and I tell them all the time, you know, you want to talk about playing time, we're not going to have too many discussions about it. But if you do come in and, and talk about it, um, you're going to look at why they're not playing. Right. And, and we apply that. We apply that same rubric to games. And then we know, you know, who's doing what and uh, who's earned the playing time. You, you and run it, a talented and gifted program for basketball players, coach. That's what I tell That's them. Right. <laughs> Like I run a talented and gifted program. I mean, I love this too. It's like, you don't think I'm going to play the best people that I think can help us win. You really don't, right. you know, I've, right. I've coached right. almost 600 basketball games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've won a lot. You don't think, you really don't think I'm going to play the best players. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. I get it. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, best basketball player you've seen in person. Oh, Kevin Knox. Okay. Kevin Knox. And where? Yeah. He's from Tampa Catholic, plays for the New York Knicks now. Um, <laughs> drubbed us in the Final Four in 2017. He had 40. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's, yeah, he's got a my theory. <laughs> like I, 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 always, I, always put, I always put my NBA guys on, the, on that list. It's like, well, yeah. I coach them every day, and they're in the NBA. They're probably on that list. Um, yeah. Best player of all time? Michael Jordan. Hands down. I think more I watch. First of all, don't spoil it because I mean I actually lived it, but I haven't watched the last two episodes of Last Dance because I've been doing podcasts. Um, But I never knew he never went to a game seven, and I never knew he never lost. He never lost. Like when he got there in the finals. Yeah, I knew it was six and zero. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like there you go. We Bill Russell. Maybe you can put Bill Russell in that discussion yeah. you can't put magic yeah and i mean obviously my my bias if that's who i grew up watching no yeah. question and I, but i'll be honest i was i'm from michigan originally had a rough life got to live in michigan all winter all summer and got to live in florida all winter um but i was a i was a bad boy fan you know the pistons and oh, i did God. not you like were that generation Michael. see i was oh Laker, yeah i was later celtics man laker celtics sure you, you yeah. were one or the other like you didn't like yeah. you didn't yeah. like i was a laker kid and then i okay. were celtics yeah. kids so yeah. it's like, and talk about different styles. Theirs were different styles. Like, completely. You know, but that's what you don't see as much in the NBA as much. No. It's like, no. yeah, anyway, don't get me started. Cookie cutter. No, it I agree. Cookie well, cutter. Yeah. That's why yeah. leave yeah. high school the way it is. I love that some states have shot clocks. I love that some yeah. states have halves. I love it. Yeah. Trust me, it ain't hurting the recruiting. No. What are you talking no. about, the recruiting? Right, I agree. If you're any good, they're going to find you. <laughs> And they're gonna watch you in July in Vegas anyway, you know. Yeah, exactly. And and Coach Hodges always, you know, when he starts talking about shot clock, every time he hears shot clock coming into anything or taking time off the shot clock in college, he's like, they're just taking the coaching out of it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. taking coaching out of it. Yeah. Um, I know. I sound just, like the old yeah. guy. Get off my porch. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> get off, get off my lawn. <laughs> That's what I sound like. But I don't care. <laughs> 
like i and i and i've said this in like no lie 500 pod well i won't i'll wait until i ask the question all right um uh, one thing you help become a better coach uh um my family um getting married and having children yeah and that puts it in perspective that's actually a life lesson everyone when you're old enough everyone should have kids because it puts life in perspective absolutely so one thing i would change about the game is i'd get rid of the jump ball jump ball wow we first of all here's why they're all the accountant that's working during the day and then come officiates my game can't throw the damn ball up at the beginning of the game that's true. they do yeah. it like three times a year yeah oh my god just give the damn visiting team the ball and let's go and then you can do alternating possession. Or we can shoot for it. Or shoot for it. I don't care. Shoot for it's it. It's like, like, why are we throwing the ball up? They, right. they're just, I mean, and there was one yeah. time. Oh, well, first of all, you'll love this. I hope the officials listening to this. We had a foul called on a jump ball. Like, that's how we, our rival in our wow. league, the guy threw the ball up. My guy jumped to, to tip it, and he called a foul on my guy. On the guy jumping? Mm-hmm. Wow. Never wow. seen it. <laughs> We lost by three. Never seen. I go, what are you talking about? He fouled him. He grabbed his arm. I go, no, he didn't. First of all, I said the toss was bad. Second of all, he didn't grab his arm. You made a bad well, toss. And, and I, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, has the game even started yet? Because well, as soon as the, the he tip, throws it, I think it has. Can you The clock doesn't him? start until he tips it, right? Till it's touched. I I would so, I mean I I would think so I don't I mean know. I don't know so bad so bad <laughs> anyway just, I'm never they're yeah. so bad at throwing the ball up though yeah. that's the thing now, you then, got you, you guys have alternating possession though yeah everybody the, has alternating okay. possession I think but okay. it's that I didn't know if you guys were still jumping it yeah you know, okay. we're not in the like let's get rid of that in the college game why do we do that <laughs> give the visiting team the ball who cares I like it you become hey. a visiting team you'll get the ball I'm alright with that yeah. yeah it's like that's that's my I'm going to push for that at the NFSHS or whatever. I had an official – you just made me think of something. I don't want to get into tirades about <laughs> officials. All, that's but okay. I had an official uh, was it four years ago that I spent our – I checked with the score to say one on the way in. Um, yep, your ball coming out, right? Checked with the book. And so I spent, you know, the first three and a half minutes of, of halftime, you know, talking to our guys about settling down, doing what we got – and then I spent the next two minutes drawing up the first play because I wanted to get into our press, mm -hmm. um, what we're going to run to get our – it was a go-to play. We're going to get a shot here. We're going to score. We're going to set our press and come out. And I'm already I'm, – I'm, I'm feeling good, you know, and the official gives the ball to the opposing team. And I said, it's our ball. I checked with the book. He said, you had the ball at the end of the first half. I said – I said, what? He said, you had the ball. Like, it's like, it's like, like, like because, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh I was like God. we had the ball at the end of the first half. So, so, so if we would have handed it to them, then it'd be our ball. You right. know, if we'd hand it to it, we, we had it like 90 feet from our basket. Like, right. What does that mean? But I mean, but I mean, I was like, he was thinking summer I, I, AU ball or something, man. I, I went and sat in the middle. I asked some kids to move. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, I, I went bet. and sat in the middle of our bench and just kind of. Oh, I, I do I that. One of those. I'll grab my towel or something so I don't <laughs> say anything. So, I, so you'll love this. This was like Wesley's era. This was like oh four oh five. We came yeah. out at halftime and they knew the other team so well that they knew it was our ball. We lined up the wrong way and they threw right. the ball and we got a layup. And the, and the other people were looking like, what's going on? It's like, well. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. 
From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're going that way. You're going that way. But it's our ball. And it was like, they didn't even talk to me about it. It was the best thing I've ever seen. The other team's like freaking out. I go, well, you didn't defend us. We right. It's not... Yeah, first yeah. game against like, oh my god, I've never seen yeah. anything. Like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I could do a whole podcast on weird things I've seen. Yeah, I love uh, it. Yeah. Uh, best game you've seen in person? I've seen some good ones, man. That's a tough question. Um, I would say the first one, one that jumps to my mind. Um, yeah, that's, that's just we we had we had one this year that would be up. We had a four overtime game in the battle. Um, against Sheffner Christian this year that we won 117 to 114. I would definitely. Um, I mean, I, I put my I put my uh, triple overtime to win a state title in that. And, and, and the yeah. kid in the second overtime, the kid did a Chris Weber. We're down. Oh, wow. We're down two with like six seconds to go. And he Chris and, Webbered it. And then we, oh, my no. point guard went to the line, hit both free throws, put it in the third overtime in the state finals. Wow. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's crazy. I'll send you the link yeah. for that. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I would love to love to watch that. Yes, sir. Last, yeah. I'll send you the link for the, like the last three minutes. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd say it goes into three or four overtimes. It's crazy. Yeah, that was our that was the best game that our gym seen, and, and we've seen some good ones in there in the last five years. Um, the best game that I saw that I wasn't a part of was um, jumped in my mind was came back after my freshman year. I was in freshman year in college playing basketball, came back to watch Leesburg play Orlando Boone. Um, Marlon Bryant, who was a freshman when I was a senior, he was a sophomore that year, ended up going to USF, and then he played overseas for about 10 or 12 years. Uh, but they uh, Leesburg beat Boone in, like, quadruple overtime at home, and Marlon had, like, 46 or something and, and, and was just phenomenal. That was probably the best game I've seen as a – it's amazing how those games Pearson. stick with you too. I remember a couple from yeah. when I was in middle school. Um, best coach of all time. Best coach of all time, uh, obviously John Wood. Um, okay. The, the the wizard. The wizard, I would say. So, uh, one book you'd recommend? Uh, actually, a couple. There's two I'd recommend. Um, okay. but uh, one that I brought some slides. If, if you want me to put those up. Um, but uh. Yeah, one put would them be, up. Let's talk about those. Let's put them up. We yeah, time. one would be uh, when the game stands tall, um, and that's tall. yeah, when, and that's by it's about the uh, De La Salle out in California won like two hundred twenty eight straight football games. I think I've read that book or I've listened to it. That's a good book. There's a well, they made a movie out of it, but I actually I haven't watched the movie. I read the book. Um, I read the book twice. It's just it, it, it's a great book on getting kids to come together for, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do it justice. It's not about a coach. It's, it's, it's all about the players doing it because the, the players want to yeah. do it and moving it. And, and it, I could talk about it, but it's, it's really, but it also details a season of theirs. So it's a chapter on how they built what they're doing. And then it's a chapter on who they're getting ready to play that week. And they're playing like, you know, they weren't playing the, you know, you know, they're playing like Long Beach Poly and they're flying out to play St. Louis and Hawaii. And, right. Um, so, yeah, pretty cool. Um, but the, you know, the, the big, you know, and 
you know, their coach, his name is Latikur. Um, the, the, the biggest quote of the book that sticks with me is that um, the championship we win and the banners we can hang on our walls aren't as important as the memories that we're going to hold in our hearts. And the book, I think, either starts or, or explains how there was all these, like, banners and these things that were going on the walls and and then there's just like this time where it just no like they didn't even have them anymore and they'd kept winning like state championships because they didn't lose for like 11 years but like they only had like there was a state championship banner from the first year their state champion but then all of a sudden all of it was just gone because nobody cared about that anymore as much as just being their best it, it was just it was just really, well, that's, an really awesome, that's an awesome sign yeah yeah really impactful um yeah, so that book, but then a uh, book I read about 10 years ago, and then I pulled it off the shelf this year. Um, actually, weird, you know, kind of how coaches' brains think. 4 a.m., I woke up in the morning and went out to my bookshelf, and I got uh, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team Out uh, by Patrick Lencioni. And this is what kind of guided us through this year. We had a, a group this year that was really talented, but um, all of them kind of thought that they were the guy, you know? Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, tried to, you know, it talks about what the five dysfunctions of a team, of any team are. And it's written from a business perspective. Um, he's also wrote um, the five temptations what, of a in, CEO. In, in, what are the five? What are generically the yeah, five so dysfunctions? Let me pull them up. For yeah, you I'd love quick. to. I'd love to talk about that for a second. Yep. So you can see this again. Because I'm guessing a lot of coaches that are listening to this, that's the issue mm-hmm. they have. So I think that's the, I mean, so basically you, you, the two books you you listed are two different books. One book is a, about a team that's building culture yep. <laughs> and one's about teams that's struggling to build culture. Basically. I love that. Yeah. And the, the five dysfunctions, it's, it's a parable. So it's really okay. easy to read it short. I mean, it's, I mean, 230 pages, but, okay. but it's written as a parable. Okay. Um, so the five dysfunctions are, as you can see them, um, they are, uh, Absence of trust, fear of conflict, vulnerability, lack of commitment to a common plan, avoidance of of accountability, meaning low standards or no standards. And then the biggest one is, you know, results, self goals over team goals. Um, But the book goes into, you know, diving into each one of these and, and how, you know, what that looks like and, and what you need to do to work on each one of them. Um, so what we did was if, if you got five dysfunctions of a team and I had my staff read it as well, we got into, well, if you got five dysfunctions, those are five things that are are always going to be in the way of a team. How do we combat that? Um, so absence of trust, you know, we, we, we attacked it with, you know, you're going to go through stuff together, right? That's why we do the, the, the practices, the way we do, we practice, um, that's why, you know, the scrimmages, the, the I'm telling you, that's one of the off. reasons we go on the trips. That's yeah, well, yeah, we went down absolutely. to Wittemere. I'm telling you, we, yep. we, were, we didn't do what we wanted to do this year, but we were a different team when we came back and had won that tournament. Yep. Because yep. the trust that they built over those days in the hotel and playing, yep. and I mean, that's yep. second to none. I'm telling you. Absolutely. absolutely. We actually did a, um, we did a trip this year. Just It was only 35 minutes away, but we, we were over at the Elks Lodge. Um, they got a, it's crazy. Out in the middle of the Ocala National Forest, out in the middle of nowhere, they got a 3,500-seat arena. And uh, we were able to play a team <laughs> from Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's, it's the Elks National Convention Center. And they held, okay. they held a tournament there this year. 
we got to play a team from uh, Pennsylvania who was really good, won the, the 3A state championship there last year. But biggest thing was we stayed the night and then played another team the next day. But, yeah, staying in the cabins, and we turned it into a team retreat. But that's the kind of stuff, that kind of stuff. Um, really knowing each other, though, um, like, you know, certain places it's probably different. You know, some places still kids grow up together and they go to the same high school and all that kind right. of stuff. But, you know, in Florida, it's very transient. And especially our school, you know, we well, got I kids think from cities. We notice that in ours even a little bit. You know, probably half of them don't. It's because it's just a big city. People move, you know, all the time. Right. Absolutely. So something we did, and I took it from Bobby Kennan at UNF, University of North Florida, um, the five H's to really know each other every day after practice. We started with the staff and worked, worked our way down. So we had, what, 17 people to get through right. and 19, including the managers. Uh, but we did the five H's of the heart um, history. We want to know a little, you know, a little history about you. Um, who's your hero? What's your highlight? What's your heartache? And what's your hope? Um, and you know, do they know when guys, they have to do that. Yeah, we would set it up and tell them, you know, listen, tomorrow's your five H's. And there'd be some days that we didn't quite get to it because practice ran late or whatever, but we always kept it on the bottom of the practice plan and we tried to get through everybody. And it was, it was, it was very powerful. You know, a lot of, you know, some things came out, you know, and, and I told guys, you know, to talk about as much as they were comfortable talking about, obviously. Um, but it was, it was pretty cool. Some of the kids that never really opened up. Um, at all um, really opened up and talked about themselves and, and we learned some things about each other that even I didn't know about some of them and, and where'd you get the me. five H's from I love that I got it from Bobby Kennan he's the assistant coach at University of North Florida he read it's it, it, it's a book that he read I don't remember what it is I could find out for you okay I love um, that and I'll text it to you I'm yeah. gonna do that because I, I mean yeah Go ahead, I'm sorry. We do some we do some stuff too. Like we'll in the huddle, yeah. we'll do something you know something good about you, something good about someone else, something good about us, kind of thing. Yeah, I love the five yep. H's because yep, um, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, and it shows them being yeah, vulnerable. It, it does, and then you know I love the the hero part of it, um, the highlight part of it. You know, the, you learn some things that guys had done. You know, and some of it was on the court, some of it was off the court. Um, the heartache though is really where it got real is right. you know like when you're able to share something that you've went through um that's that's been hard for you and like you said that vulnerability but then finish it up with the hope where's your hope and you know what are you doing this for and what's your why and how can we help you with that right I love um, that. and then you know doing stuff together um going bowling uh you just said it going on a trip uh you know we do a thanksgiving meal every year um where the whole team comes over my wife cooks thanksgiving dinner um, we even get out of practice a little early for that and uh, or don't have practice if it's depending on if the girls are early or late. Um, but, you know, just the more we do stuff together, the more they're going to trust each other and, and, and me and, and each other. The, the more we're the more. And, you know, you like you said, our kids, high school kids, that's what they do, man. They their, their job is to figure out adults and they're really good at it. They're really um, good at it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when they know you care about them, they'll do any, you know, that's the simplest adage in coaching. But, you know, if, if they know you, they don't care what you know until they know you care. Yep. And they'll run through a wall like for you. If they know you love them, they'll run through a yep. wall for you. Absolutely. And, and, you know, just as much stuff as we can do off the floor together and hanging out and, you know, and, and it is a fine line. You know, I've had to grow through that some too, because, you know, you don't want to always let your guard down around your guys because you want to maintain the, the, yep coach you know leader you know but you know we we talk a lot about that with 
you know, once we get in the gym, that's we're walking through the work zone. Once we get out of the gym, where you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on. Well, and I and I've talked because I've been doing these podcasts. That's what I'm missing right now because this yeah. is where I can be more vulnerable. This is where I can connect with them, and I can't because right. You know, it, I can, but I can't. Not yeah, they're not in my room. I'm not seeing them every day. I'm not saying, hey, what's your who are you playing with this summer? Blah blah blah. You know, right. you know right. all that kind yeah. of stuff. I'm not. I can't do it because. They don't know what's up. I don't know what's up. We're all kind of in this limbo. Yeah, um, yeah I had to tell, I told the coach the other day, we're all preparing for things that we're probably not going to get to do. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.